Yes, indeed. Talking home improvement, welcoming your phone calls or text messages. Same number applies. 651-989-9226. Good morning, Andy. How are you doing? I'm doing great. You? I'm doing well, too. Yeah. It's... uh, I was thinking about your various crews out there and look, yeah. looking at the forecast. And, uh, in fact, some of us are chatting really early this morning. Depending on your business, I mean, you, you're you so limited by what you can do with Mother Nature, with the weather. I mean, in, in many cases, you know. Yeah, you know, um, it's uh, she holds the ultimate trump card, that's for sure. Yeah. It, uh, we, we we have to do what, uh, what uh, the weather allows us to do, but... You know, cold we can deal with. It's the snow and the ice that sometimes uh, leads us to having to wait till spring to tackle certain projects. But looking at my uh, parking lot this morning, we had lots of guys that were leaving uh, in the dark to get out to job sites today and, and battle this cold. And hopefully, uh, I know next week it's not looking great for warmth, but maybe we'll get another little warm uh, spell here sooner or later. Some folks were uh, looking for recommendations on uh, gutters, the gutter system. Mm-hmm. Which I replied to, and uh, is is there is there a time of year when you don't put on those beautiful leaf guard gutters? You you pretty much do that year round, don't you? Almost, almost. Uh, again, the only way we 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 won't install it is if you have existing gutters that are on the house that are are iced up. And oh, sure. You have an ice dam up on the roof. Now we we can we can get our steamers involved and and remove all of that if we, if we have to. But if we can wait till spring, we'll wait till spring. Again, if you have any kind of a home improvement question, uh, Andy will feel that for you. Just call it in or text it in. Again, same number, 651-989-9226. How about uh, insulation? You guys have been busy this past week with that. Oh, boy, have we. That's uh, It's been a topic that we've, we've been talking about all week. Uh, the insulators are, are, are getting booked up. The amount of people calling us to, to have us do a heat map analysis of their home has picked up looking at next week uh my my guys are going to be doing a lot of work in the attics it looks like say some folks have in fact i'm looking at a text says hi denny uh fun to see a picture of andy and adam in the star tribune this week yeah you know we uh we were fortunate enough to be uh featured in the star tribune business section about the the history of our company and um, my little brother Alex, who's also a, a partner in the company, was not uh, there for the interview, but uh, it was kind of neat. Uh, we were able to give the history of how my dad started uh, way back when, uh, late seventies. He was a pig farmer, yeah, and uh, was doing uh, kind of handyman work on the side. And uh, he was uh, actually uh, doing what I'm going to be doing later today. I'll be uh, out in the woods chainsawing some trees down. And uh, ended up uh, having a having an accident, broke his back. Uh, the doctors didn't know if he'd walk again. Ooh. I actually found him. A uh, young Ooh. four-year-old uh, Andy went out to see if Dad wanted a popsicle. And uh, Mom didn't believe him, thought he was playing a joke. Actually came out and yelled at him and then realized oh, no. he really was. Uh, <laughs> I never heard this story. <laughs> <laughs> he, he really was uh, dinged up and... You know, uh, six months of uh, the neighbors and uh, families and friends helping us with the paw hogs and dad in the hospital and came out and started making more money doing siding than, uh, and, and doing small home improvement projects than he was farming. And we ended up selling the pigs, and, and we are where we are now. 40 uh, years still, plus. Wow. 40 years plus, and uh, still have a dad uh, and a mother. Uh, that are, are burning the candle at both ends on, on a daily basis. I pulled into my driveway last night, Denny, and my dad 
was there running a, a bobcat in a backhoe by himself, uh, <laughs> going from one machine to the other. He never level up he never stuff. slows Just, down. He never slows down, and and uh, I was going to get to that. I was thinking, you know, the ground's too frozen to do some of the stuff uh, from my remodel that uh, I wanted to get done. But nope, he he tackled it, and it looks awesome. It's uh, it's going to make for a much easier job removing snow this winter too. So. He's a handy fellow to have around. I guess. <laughs> and Mary from Minnetonka was the texture that sent that uh, fun to see picture of Andy and Adam. Oh, by the way, she says, I forgot to mention how good looking Andy is. So that's from. Did you put Mary you up there? She didn't, she didn't mention my brother Adam. Uh, and, and the other cool part, we were on a job site, I believe, with uh, guys that have been working for us for 13 and 17 years. Sure. If I recall. So it, uh, it was kind of a fun day. And for those that are new to the show, Linda's Construction, L-I-N-D-U-S, is still a family-run business. Obviously, from the way we're talking, you can tell it is. But it is, right? I mean, you've been for 40 years. For, for 40 years. And, and not just my family. There's, there's other families that are, that are second generation in this company as well. Um, and, and they're just as much as family to me as anyone. I mean, these are people I grew up with. But uh, my, my cousin Rick uh, is our general manager. My uncle Greg uh, still measures every window that we install. It really is a, a family-run business, and, but we have uh, 153 people working out of here. Wow. And it uh, looks like about half of them are out today on a Saturday. How about that? Uh, I was thinking about the, the insulation question, and I saw a neighbor, and again, I don't know the, the details, but I just saw a, 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 in the neighborhood a insulation truck, it looked like it was just blowing in a bunch of insulation. I mean, you, meaning Linda's, mm-hmm. you don't just blow in insulation. Aren't you going to go in and check out, you know, the ventilation issue and just the whole structure of the attic, for example? Yeah, you know, eventually it might lead to some insulation getting blown in, but uh, typically on most of our jobs, there's going to be three different trucks there. There's going to be a vacuum truck, a spray foam truck, and then a blow-in cellulose truck. Typically, on if we're doing a full attic insulation, it's typically what, like what we did on your house. We're going to yeah. take everything out. We're going to spray foam the attic, and then we're going to blow in cellulose over the top. Now, sometimes uh, that's not in everybody's budget. So there's smaller projects that we can do inside an attic the, that, that are still going to make some improvements but, but uh, be a little bit easier on the wallet. I know you, you've talked about cellulose versus um, fiberglass, and I know mm-hmm. we after the foam was applied to the attic. Yeah. Uh, we had fiberglass blown in. Now, I mean, I, I, I think you like cellulose, but th- does that not uh, sink more than the fiberglass or no? It does. Um, so it, they, they both have their applications that, that we'll use. The only way we'd ever use fiberglass is if we're putting spray foam down first. Um, or they have a good attic air sealing and they're just wanting to add a little bit more R value over the top of existing blown in fiberglass, then we're, we're going to use that. And, and you're right, is fiberglass doesn't settle as much as cellulose does. Cellulose will settle and it does lose a little bit of it, its R value because of the air trapped in the cellulose is, is the insulation factor. That's where you're getting your R values from. So as that settles, you lose a little bit of R value. But it does develop a better crust on top of the cellulose as it settles and it it's it's studies have shown that there's less air movement in house it does a better Ooh. job of attic air sealing okay. than than fiberglass and, and not that cellulose is rodent proof or pest proof right. but there is the fire retardant that's applied to the cellulose product 
does uh, deter some some rodent infestation, and that's if if we get into attics with a, a big mess, maybe a third of the jobs that we're on, it's it's because of rodents, bats, squirrels, raccoons, yeah. uh, you name it. We've come uh, we've come face to face with a, a lot of different critters in in the attic. Let's go to the phones, uh, Andy. Let's see. Steve in Minneapolis is first up here. Go ahead, Steve. What's your question? Yeah, hi. Good morning. Say, uh, having some work done on our roof. We're having an eyebrow dormer put on the front, and then we're going to have all our shingles uh, re-shingled. So I'm just wondering how late in the season can we have that done before the weather's a factor? Well, um, it's tough to put a date on it. Typically, I'd like to see it get above freezing. Um, for the shingles to glue down, now there's there's some installation techniques that you can use in colder weather to make sure that the, that the shingles are actually sealing down. And, and, and some people think that at 20 degrees, if the sun is hitting it right, it, it's going to seal down. But if, the, if it's not going to get much higher than above freezing or even touch 40, I'm going to want to hand seal most of the shingles. Okay. Thank you, Steve. Appreciate the call. Uh, Steve leaves that line open at 651-989-9226. That, again, is the same number for the text question, if you prefer that method. Um, I'll tell you what, let's do, do this, Andy. Let's take a quick break here. We have more show to come, our home improvement show, around every Saturday in the 9 o'clock hour. And good morning. Welcome back to our home improvement show presented by Lindis Construction. Andy Lindis with me again uh, this morning helping you out. Call it in, your question. Or send a text. Speaking of which, by the way, here's the number. Same number applies to both calls and text, 651-989-9226. Texter says uh, they have significant moss on their cedar shake roof. Do commercial products work to remove the growth? How would you answer that, Andy? Um, Yes, Uh, if it... if it hasn't been addressed in a while, sometimes uh, it might actually be growing into the wood and deteriorating the actual cedar uh, itself. And that's uh, that would be my worry, being that he said he has significant moss growth. Now, if it's just like green uh, or – I see this all the time on, on asphalt roasts. People think that they're losing the granules of their actual shingles, but uh, it's just like a black mildew that uh, is building up on the roof. If you, ever, if you ever look at a roof and you see part of it looks cleaner than the other part, it's because there's water hitting a, a metal, either zinc-coated metal like a galvanized steel or copper, and it's oxidizing away. It doesn't allow the mildew to grow. There's chemicals you can, just like how that works, there's chemicals you can get to spray on cedar that's going to prevent uh, any algae growth or moss growth on there. There's companies you can hire to come out and clean the roof. But uh, if you have, if it's not addressed on a regular basis, that's the biggest drawback that I see with cedar. If you have any type of shade, it should be under a, a an annual, if not a biannual, maintenance program where somebody's walking the roof and making sure that nothing's pulled loose and any of this moss that's growing on there can be addressed early. And I remember when Lindis, uh, your guys, uh, put on uh, the, the, those great GAF shingles a few years ago. Prior to that, the older shingles, it was on the north side of the house. I actually did see a little bit of moss growing, but you know mm-hmm. what? Over the years, it hasn't come back. I mean, those GAF shingles, do they contain some stuff that inhibits or uh, that, or is it just, they're just good shingles? Well, they have, the, yeah, they have the longest algae warranty on, on the market at, I think it's 15 years. Um, but there's a, a copper that's actually infused in the granules uh-huh. of, of that of that shingle that does inhibit the the growth of algae or moss. Well, that's why. 
That's exactly Good why. Good stuff. And, and even with that, if, again, the life of the shingle is 50 years, the LG is either 10 or 15 years for the life of me. Off the top of my head, I can't remember. I'll, I'll find out exactly on the break, I'm okay. sure. My buddy at GAF wants to, wants to kill me right now for not knowing exactly. <laughs> but having said that, if they have a lot of shade, and particularly shade by oak trees, for whatever reason it seems like with oak trees present, the LG, and this is just my own. There's no real scientific proof here. This is just my own observation. If, if, if oak trees are, are present, it seems like they're, the roasts have a more of a tendency to get the LG and mildew growth up on them. I don't know why. I don't know if it's something that uh, the oak leaves give off, but uh, I'm sure there's some science uh, that we can look into to figure out why, but I haven't done that yet. All right. Let's go back to the phones. Uh, let's go to Invergrove. I believe Denny is calling in from Invergrove. Uh, good morning, Denny. What can we do for you? Good morning. Uh, I have uh, all your windows from Linda's. We just finished them up. And, of course, we have your roof and your siding. But what I wanted to tell you is the city came out to inspect. I might as well threw $180 away because the guy could care less. But then when the quality control guy that you sent out, what an excellent job. So we've been well satisfied. And uh, your warranty is great. I guess that's all I have to say. Well, that's a lot. That was unsolicited, too, I might <laughs> say. Andy, what a nice call. Thank you, Dan. I appreciate, appreciate it. It is. Well, that's, uh, that, that's how you guys work. You know, um, that quality control person uh, adding that position a couple of years ago as as just, just to try to maintain quality as we grew our crews was one of the, the best decisions my brothers came up with. And I've gotten a few different responses this week alone when my quality control guy gets out there. He needs to know – he knows more about what we do on people's houses than, than anyone. And we have pretty stringent standards that we have to live up to, even if the homeowner's happy. There was three instances this week. The homeowner didn't know. Customer didn't know that it was something maybe a little bit off. But uh, my quality control guy caught it, and the crew was back out there and, and fixed it and learned and, and got better because of it. And uh, nothing against building inspectors in the Twin Cities. They're, they're, they do a great job. We have really good relationships with them. But uh, our standards are always going to be much higher than most uh, building inspectors. We don't really – code is, uh, is, a, is basement level for us. We try to get above it. Very good. Thanks, Danny. Appreciate that call. Uh, let's uh, talk to Watson from Brooklyn Park this morning. Watson, you're on with Andy. Hi, good morning. Uh, was, uh, we have a, a two-bathroom in our house, and uh, we got some mold uh, on the ceilings on both bathrooms. I was wondering how can we get rid of those molds? Well, how would you attack mold in both of those bathroom ceilings, Andy? Hmm. Um. Well, if you look online, uh, there's 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 a bleach formula that that you can use for surface mold that does a really good job of it. I've used it on a, on a few different occasions in, in in places, but if it's bad, if it's into the wood, into the walls, you're going to want to look at a mold remediation company. Um, we use somebody, I think it's Lindstrom Environmental. Uh, if I, if I recall, I'll look online here one second, but it, it might be worth it to look for a mold remediation company and, and just do an inspection of the walls and find out why the mold is happening. That's uh, that's something that's yeah. going to be fixed because if it, just removing the mold isn't going to take care of the problem. Now, um, 
it's the bathroom ceilings. I don't know if it's uh, just from running the shower and all the moisture that's actually in inside the bathroom. Maybe adding a bath fan can help that, but uh, I'd have to look into it further. Yeah, for sure. Find that source of that moisture. Mm-hmm. 651-989-9226. Uh, let's, uh, what, let's go to Green Isle. Hillary is there with a question. Uh, Hillary, you're on with uh, Andy. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, have you ever heard of a company called Wave Home Solutions from New York? What are they? Uh, Wave Home Solutions. You ever heard of uh, a company called mm. Wave Home? What do they do, Hillary? The, well, they, for one thing, they do in the basement. You put this unit in, and it's supposed to take the moisture out of the basement, so you wouldn't have to run your dehumidifier. Uh, hmm. I haven't heard of it. Have you, Andy, at all? No, um, I have not. Hmm. That there, there, there's something online here called the Dual Action Water System. So, no, I'm not familiar with it, but hmm. uh, check it out. I'm curious for yeah. sure. We'll do a little. Well, have research. you tried it? Do you? Uh, what do you know about it? Uh, he's listening uh, on okay. uh, line now. All right. Okay. Wave Home Solutions. For me, uh, when it comes to treating water, it's uh, I have Connecticut, and uh, I haven't looked back since. Absolutely. Uh, Andy, we need to take a break. So hang on. We've got another half hour of the show to go, so don't go away. If you have any kind of a home improvement question, call it in or text it in. Again, that same number applies, 651-989-9226. And welcome back to our home improvement show, brought to us by Linda's Construction every Saturday here in the 9 o'clock hour. Andy Linda's with us today. Uh, And Andy, as you can see, we've got callers, we have texters, so we're going to put you back to work. Let's see who's been waiting the longest. Uh, Jim is calling from Woodbury, I believe. Uh, Jim, you're on with Andy. Hello, Jim. I am. There you go. I am here. What's your question, Jim? I'll tell you what. My question is, I have foundation blocks that the face continually cracks out on above the ground, and... I'm not quite sure why that's happening, if it's a moisture issue from down in the basement. But what I've done over the past is, is try and scrape off the, the surface on the block and then get an adhesive and, and patch it. But they continually do it in different spots as well as the places that I've repaired. And I, I don't know what to do. Is it a situation where I have to actually have someone come and replace the block? Or I, I don't know what's causing it. It's not an issue with moisture in the basement, per se, because I have a dehumidifier down there, which keeps it quite uh, in check, but I don't know. I was going to ask you uh, if, if you run a dehumidifier in your basement. So it's just the exterior of the blocking that's scaling, right, or the, that's cracking and crumbling? Boy, I can't hear you. Was wow. It's just the exterior of the, of the block that is having the issues? That's correct. Uh, how high up uh, does the block go before the siding starts? The block goes up probably two and a half feet above okay. the, the level of the ground. There's some things you can do. There's a, a fiberglass product and, and some other products out there that that we can use, like a groundbreaker, to get on the exterior. Maybe it's just moisture getting on the block, and as it freezes, it, it can start to deteriorate. That stuff really it should be protected o- over time. and. And as um, as our homes get a little bit older here, Denny, I, I think I just saw a report 
the average age of the home, I think, uh, was built uh, in the Twin Cities, 1976 uh, on average. So what is that? That puts us at like 54-year-old homes. You're starting to see a lot of this block start to deteriorate after 20, 30 years, even 10 years. And, and we're addressing it now when we're residing these hoses with different foundation coatings and, and groundbreaker that you can put on. It's going to protect it from the elements. anything people people get a little bit more worried about the block uh, a couple of cracks in the block not that it shouldn't be something that needs to be looked into but my experience is it's 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 more aesthetic than than structural more often than not not that it can't be structural i want to want to make that clear um and if that was the case i would uh, get a uh, hold of my friends at safebasements.com jesse treble and his crew out there and restabilize the the foundation yeah i think that's that's who i would call to safebasements.com a uh, texter wanted to know if I can find it here. During the winter months, I get condensation on the upper inside of the storm windows in one room of my house. What should I do to remedy that? Um, condensation on the upper inside of the storm windows. Yeah, I wonder if, if they're referring to between the storm window glass and the actual window. If, uh, if you could uh, swing it. I would look at replacing that window with a window that does not need a storm window to be energy efficient. Um, chances are you're getting some air leakage in the window that you have. Uh, that warm air is escaping that window, hitting the cool surface of the storm window, and voila, you have condensation. And either you get rid of the the air that's escaping, or you can replace that, that window unit with a, with a unit that doesn't need a storm window. And you guys at Linda's uh, replace windows all the time. What do you do when you come up with an architectural question? Maybe there's a special design of a house that they want to look, you know what I'm saying? They want to have the window that goes with the rest of that, you know, maybe it's 100 years old or whatever. You know what I'm saying? You know, um, in our area of the world, uh, we run into this on on not a regular basis, but enough that uh, we, we, we have plans in place for say it's a historical home where we need to match existing stuff uh, we work with the manufacturers to actually custom make a window to go inside that opening it's uh it's not something we run into a lot but it's definitely something that we we run into i don't know monthly maybe okay and 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 besides the historical homes every window that we do is is custom made for that opening and and a lot of times we're changing the openings sizes either we're making them smaller or bigger so now is the time to do it because we're we're ordering these windows to fit this house exactly the way we want them to let uh, andy let's go go back to the phones Uh, ray and hudson has been uh, waiting there Uh, ray you're on cco with andy hi i just have a quick question i bought a house and uh, it was built in 78 and uh, the building inspector didn't go in the attic because it was basically covered with stuff they couldn't get up there. And recently I've been up there, and I noticed that we have we, we don't have a very steep roof. It's really has a low grade down, mm-hmm. but all down the middle, the long pieces of truss that go right down the middle at the tip top of the roof down to the thing, they're, they're all cut. They're all cut about an inch. And they put some two-by-fours on one side and hammered them, but not all the little two-by-fours have held. They've cracked and stuff like that. I was just curious, why would they have done that when they built the house? And how worried about that should I be? 
I would want to look at it further. Um, you know, chances are that if you haven't had any st structural issues now, you're not going to have any structural issues, but it might be weakening. Uh, if it sounds like the what they did with the 2x4s to make up for the cut trusses, um, if they're breaking, those might have to be reinforced. And uh, if you can get in the attic, that's a nice part. Danny, when, when you have a company like us out, we're going to inspect all of that. We're going to have uh, video and pictures from all aspects of the house. we got a whole bunch of diagnostic tools that we're going to use, and and we we are experts of, of, of what's going on in your attic and, and how, if it is structurally safe, what we're going to uh, be able to let you know. But if it does need work, um, we'll let you know that as well. And that's, uh, I think, uh, something we talk about our guys all the time. It's, it's in our best interest that uh, if, if we really don't need to do anything, Let's not do anything because we have enough work right now to keep us busy for, for a long time. We don't need to manufacture it, one. Two, just from a, a reputation standpoint, it doesn't, doesn't do us any good. So um, if you want, we're glad to come out and tell, tell you. If, uh, if it needs to be worked on, we'll work on it. If not, we'll tell you you're good to go. All right. And that number to get in touch with Linda's uh, easy number to remember, 1-800-LEAFGUARD, number we always give you. All right, let's see who's been waiting on the line here. Ryan is calling in from uh, Anoka, I believe. Ryan, you are on CCO with Andy. Well, hello, Andy. I was just curious. Uh, I've got a 50, maybe 1952 Rambler, and in the basement they had the water softener. The water softener went bad. It started leaking, or the, it was backing up in the, in the drain, so we took it out. And I'm curious, so we haven't had a water softener for... 10 months. Um, the hard water will do damage to the pipes, correct? So we need to get soft water through there so we don't get the, uh, the deposit buildup. And uh, you mentioned Kinetical. Mm -hmm. uh, what's the difference between water softening systems? Do I need uh, soft water? And with the backup part, um, I couldn't snake it out. It runs the sink trap or the... Uh, Access hole flows freely, but when you pour water down into it, it doesn't flow real well, and that's why we had the backup problem. And if there's any solution to take care of that. A lot hmm. of questions, buddy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, um, Kinetico, if, uh, you know, I'm not an expert on it. I do have it in my house, so I'll give you... What I know, I believe it's called Kinetico because of the kinetic energy that it's used to, to soften the water. And it's a saltless solution, so you're not having to add salt to a tank on a, on a regular basis. Or it uses... It uses very um, little. It very uses very, very little salt, I should say. Um, I, honestly, my, my old system before I had Kinetico, it seems like every day we were, we were hauling in those bags of salt or once a week, once a month, and, and, and we, just, we, we just never do it. Now and it's it's not that your pipes I mean, you could you could your pipes go bad without the soft water yeah it's it's your appliances that that start to lose their lifespan um, w w without it uh, we would have to descale our, like our, our coffee maker on on a monthly basis before we had water softening so uh, and and at our office here uh, we have we have really hard water. Here and without the without the water softener and the treatments here, none of the things will be working. All right, very good. Thanks, thanks, Ryan. Uh, we don't have to break just yet. Let's uh, let's talk to Jeff, who's calling in from Minnetonka, and then we'll grab some text messages. Jeff, you're on CCO. Good morning. 
Good morning. Uh, say it. I've got a uh, septic system that was installed. It's a mound system. It was installed back in 2001. Um, I discovered that my float is not working for the lift pump coming out of the third tank uh, uh, going out to the mound. Mm-hmm. Is replacing that that uh, float, is that something that a homeowner can do, or is that something I should call somebody for? Um, if you know that it's the actual float that is, that is the problem, not the pump? Um, well, I, it's got a piggyback plug-in, and I took out the float portion of that piggyback plug-in and just plugged the pump in, and it fires up and pumps the water out. Yeah, then if you're comfortable, it sounds like uh, you're, you're comfortable doing that. I, I, I would a sewer guy. Sewer guys are great, uh, as far as, as far as I'm concerned. Every every sewer guy I've worked with, it's one of the only things still in this industry. When you call them, sewer guys and water guys, you call them and and they're out there like that day. I told you I had my pump go out for my holding tank. I don't know about a month ago, mm-hmm. and I'm out of town. And I, I my wife my wife told me about it and. Got a hold of the sewer guy, and he said, I'll be there first thing in the morning. Nine o'clock at night, I get a call from my wife, and she's like, sewer guy just got here. He's going to take care of it tonight. I'm <laughs> like, they're just, they're just awesome to work with. Uh, but those are they, – they know what emergencies are. If you don't have your sewer, you can't use anything. You don't have water, you, you know, that, that's, that's an emergency. Uh, so that they, they tend to take care of it. But if you sound like you're a do-it-yourselfer. If, uh, if you were comfortable trying to replace that float, I would. But make sure you can test it because if – you know, this can, if, if this fills up, a lot of times the overflow will come back into your house. Mm, not good. No. Not good. Not all good right. at all. All right, and, Jeff. And, and, and for me, it's worth the money to get a hold of the sewer guy because it's, uh, I, I've done a lot of dirty jobs, but that's just not something I like to deal with. Don't blame you. Thank you, Jeff, for the call. There's a line open if you want to call in your question for Andy or send a text, same number, 651 989 We'll take a quick break. Be back with more of the Home Improvement Show here on News Talk 830-WCCO. And welcome back to our Home Improvement Show. Andy Lind is uh, with us, helping you out this morning by phone and by text. And we have uh, both, as a matter of fact. I see one line open if you want to fill it, uh, 651-989-9226. All right. Uh, Okay, there's so many uh, text messages here, Andy. Let me scroll down. Here's one. In our bow window... The locking mechanism is broken. Can that be replaced or just that window be replaced? Or does the whole bow window have to be changed? There's a gap uh, as it won't close tightly, and there's a definite draft coming in. What would you suggest? Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, most of the windows, unless you lock them, they're, they're just not going to be tight. Uh, and then that's, that's, that's almost any style and any manufacturer. When it comes to getting parts, it really is manufacturer-specific. Some manufacturers are better better at it than others if it's... Uh, any of the major brands out there or, or a brand that you get from us, it uh, it should be covered. So Marvin, Anderson, Pella windows, all of those, um, the, the, you're gonna, going to be able to get parts, even some lesser-known brands. If you know the actual brand of the windows, you can look that up. Now, a co- uh, there should be a code in a lot of windows, if you look at it, in one of the corners of the glass, or if you open up the window and look on the inside of the frame, there may be a sticker with a serial number inside that. I know um, the windows that we install, we actually will leave one of the stickers on the frame. There's a code imprinted on the glass, and then we have a file in our office with the actual windows, too, so getting parts is pretty easy. But 
it really it, it does depend on on the actual manufacturer and it may depend on how old the actual window is even if uh if it's one of those major manufacturers if it's 30 40 years old you might have a hard time getting parts yeah possibly Another uh, window question, as a matter of fact, that came in the text line. Uh, converting a three-season porch to a four-season, what Fine. type of windows would you recommend? Um, well, it would really depend on the, on the size of the openings. Um, if, uh, if, if we're looking at what brand of windows I would recommend, the Infinity Window by Marvin or the Season Guard Window are excellent choices. I, uh, the eight different manufacturers of windows I have in my home, they're definitely the two best ones. Now, when it comes to style of windows, that uh, it really is going to depend on on what's like the size of opening, how much ventilation you want. Uh, but uh, we can run the gamut on on colors, on grids, on on how they open. Uh, it uh, can be a lot of fun, and we do this on a pretty regular basis. Uh, I always tell people if you're thinking about building a three season porch, it's not that much to make it a four season porch right out the gate. Uh, because you're going to sit in it, and then you're going to know that you live in Minnesota or Wisconsin, and, <laughs> and you don't get to use it six months of the year, so you're going to convert it pretty quickly. Well, we did that very thing uh, years ago and uh, had uh, Linda's put in uh, double hungs, which are really nice. And I think yeah. I think they're season guard, as I recall. Uh, yes, they are. And uh, they're slick windows. They really are. Um, but you're right. It, it would have been better, I suppose, to do it right away. But uh, all right, uh, let's see what else. You know, speaking of windows, I was uh, mentioning on the air earlier this morning, Andy, about uh, the uh, uh, 75% off. Tell us about that. 75% off labor on the installation of Infinity Windows by Marvin or the Season Guard window. Uh, Both windows come in a variety of wood grain colors. On the inside, the Infinity Window by Marvin will actually stain the custom match your interior wood and almost everything we do, that's full-frame installation. It's not just 75% off labor on the windows, the installation of the windows. It's 75% off labor on the installation of all of the wood trim that we do. And out of besides the, the awesome windows that we offer, my, my guys are they're craftsmen. They, they truly are. They're, they're finished carpenters installing windows. They, that's the, the best part of the installation, in my opinion, is the woodwork and the, the finishings that we do on the inside. Oh, I second that. I, you're right. They are craftsmen for sure. Boy, so much better at it than me. I, oh, I spent I, I spent an hour last night trying to trim out a door, and it's still not right. This is the reason why they only let me work on my own house now. It seems like, <laughs> um, but uh, it uh, I'll get it right. It's just I'm way slower than they are, and they're just they're just they're just really good at what they do. They're artists for sure. Yeah, I mm-hmm. I measure once, cut twice. I know you're not supposed to do that. Yeah, you know, I, uh, I, I, I'm a little rammy uh, by nature, and so I go. I, I tend to have to redo some things, especially when working on my own stuff. I, I go a little bit fast, but uh, these guys are. We, we, we like to talk about the difference between a craftsman and, and a carpenter, and this is no nothing against carpenters, and it. Uh, but there's there's a difference between trying to get through a job as fast as you can and uh, trying to make it the best thing you've ever done. And I truly do believe that my window guys, when they work on jobs, they're trying to make it the best project they've ever worked on. And the reviews that we get and the after pictures that I look at on a daily basis tells me that. Uh, here's another text, Andy. It says, good day. I'd like to remove a small bathroom wall on original plans. It was meant to have shelves. So no plumbing, et cetera, in it. Do you have any suggestions how I should go about removing that small bathroom wall? 
So this like uh, they're just going to remove the like the entire structure of it does, the wall, it doesn't say or are they just replacing like the a small section? Small section. I don't know. Just refacing it. If you're refacing it, the the demo is pretty easy. You know, you're just going to take out all the concrete or uh, the sheetrock and and get down to the bare studs and then replace the the facing of the wall with whatever wall covering you want to use. Now, if you're demoing the actual wall first, let's make sure that this isn't a load bearing of of any point or uh, I don't know if you're trying to open up the bathroom more. This is because it's a shelving unit that was there, um, but if it's a it's not really a, a, anything to do with the structure. Removing it shouldn't be shouldn't be that hard. A, a good maul and a sawzall, and you should be able to get her done. This is my first job, Denny. Yeah, yeah. I renamed the crew Linda's Destruction Crew when I was like 13, 14 years old. And you were the one with a sledgehammer. Well, yeah, Dad got a, a mess of jobs that were complete gutouts. So to think uh, old four-square 1900 farmhouse with plaster walls, it was me and a, a few other 15-year-olds taking out everything down to the bare studs before they let the real carpenters or craftsmen into the to do the work. So we spent uh, an entire summer with a scoop shovel and a sledgehammer. Kind of dusty work, I'd say. It is uh, just a bit, but, uh, yeah. you know, uh, you're not very frustrated at the end of the day. No, I can tell you that much. You, you get to wreck some stuff. <laughs> so, Andy, a texter wants to know, would putting heavy plastic into in a crawl space eliminate that the musty odor, and would that be expensive? Uh, you probably um, have a different recommendation it, than that. It could help, um, but uh, it's not going to eliminate it more often than not. Encapsulating the 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 crawl space and then running a good dehumidification system in there and by the way I was able to look at that wave thing that the the caller called about it's just a it's a high end dehumidifier like the Santa Fe model that I, I told everybody about last week and that's what we use when we when we do a crawl space it's a ventilation system you might have to have some makeup air come in at uh, at some point but just running a good dehumidifier in that in that area sometimes can eliminate that that damp musty smell even without encapsulating so if you want to try that first try that if you but adding the plastic is usually a people try that before they call me on a regular basis and they're they don't get very good results right a lot of window questions uh this morning uh, especially in the text line could andy call well i'm going to give you a number uh the okay. texture has 21 windows they need replacing well, they, they they want to talk about uh, replacement windows. I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll uh, we'll have Dennis give you the uh, texter's phone number. Awesome. And, uh, or maybe they can call the 800 number. Yeah, or uh, uh, com. You can go there. There's Just click on the free estimate form. You can fill it out, and uh, we'll get a hold of you right away Monday and set up a time for a, a no-obligation guy to come out and show you everything that we can do with windows. And I'm telling you... Uh, the cool part, uh, like the customer that, that called in from, I believe he said he was South St. Paul, where they're finishing the windows. Almost all of our customers don't do the entire house. No, you don't they have start to. start off with uh, five windows here, six windows there. We'll measure them all when but we're out there. But Andy, we, we, we got to fly. Up with a, we got to yeah, fly. We got to go. Yeah, we, Let's talk oh, next sorry. week. That's all right. <laughs> See you next week. 1-800-LEAFGUARD.